Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share this video or podcast on any platform that you're listening on. Please visit us at www.dumbideapodcast.com. All right, welcome back to another show. I want to thank Portec Limited Wine and Spirits, 1264 Baydale Drive in Arnold, Maryland. 21012. You can call them at 410-974-0800. Make sure they have what you want in stock. They have a lot uh, a lot of selection in that store, especially in the spirits part. They have that huge wall of all types of liquor, and it looks great. But my stomach says no. Me, It tells me to go to the beer fridge and, and go over there. Speaking uh, of which, they have a bunch of uh, craft brews, too. They do. So I think it's like, what is it, uh... 12 doors or something like that of um, it's something like that it's a it's a lot of rows of of like the higher i guess you could say quality beer the craft brews yeah um they they also have bush latte they have your uh, they have your favorites so mike's uh, mike's drinking the bush the bush light after we did our uh after the bush did so well in the the comparison yeah um i'm gonna grab a molson later which they also have um but thank you to them for sponsoring the show. We'll make sure to get their information in later as well. Uh, we've got Mike and Josh. Josh, uh, you might remember him from our other beer episodes. Not a beer episode tonight, but he'll have some uh, some I good talking points. He'll have some good talking points on, on this episode. Um, because we're going to talk about... It's going to be a few things, but mostly we're going to talk about... Uh, unruly uh, sports parents, um, but generally just horrible behavior at sporting events in general. Not necessarily just on the youth level, but lately, uh, I want to say it was about two days ago, there was an incident in, it was was it Boston? It was Boston against Cleveland, I believe. No, it was New York. It was New York. It was the Yankees. Sorry, Boston. Mm-hmm. You're norm- well, but usually it is Boston. Normally, it's Bo- you know, you can see why <laughs> I make that mistake. Um, so the Yankees fans apparently, uh, well, let's put it this way. So Terry Francona, the Guardians manager, and I'm going to throw up in my mouth for saying the word Guardians instead of the Cleveland Indians. Terry Francona goes out, see how his player's doing, and I believe left field. Uh, checks on him. Guy's all right, whatever. But the fans are just being completely obnoxious, yelling at the the players and whatnot. And I get it; that's what you know. You pay for a seat; you're allowed to talk and and whatnot. Um, some would say the the fans went a little too far. Not and says that. I'm just saying some. Some would say it, which is why we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And pissed off one of the players enough, and I don't remember the guy's name, but he eventually climbed the fence and. Basically, in use of choice words, he basically said, hit me MFR to the fan. Now, nothing ended up happening, but I guess the, some of the fans threw stuff on the player. Player then later says that he was defending his teammate. Um, we have some pretty clear audio, though. I didn't hear any kind of racial stuff being thrown at the guy. Although it could have been. I don't know. There was like a little kind of a, a, a sound deadening at, at one point right before the guy jumped up. Um, I mean, it, so I mean, I'll open it up now, but I mean, I think like I heard the audio and the guy's just saying, you're mad, you're mad. Like he's like a, a car alarm at that point. Yeah. And this is a grown adult acting like my, like my, th- like my three year to five year old would 
just to annoy the older brother or sister, right? It's just like, dude, I, I get it. You're drunk, but you know, you forgot what living in the real world is like. You you might get smacked up <laughs> if you uh, if you decide to get mouthy, right? Yeah, well, I first from watching the videos, and this goes in general for all videos. And I want to put that, this out there as a public service announcement. You can either participate or you can record it. You can't do both. So for all these people who are the the bad videos where it's like some in, some out, just take a step back and record it. Get get a good shot or don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But they seem to love, and it's just, you next thing it's the sky, it's the field, it's a, their own elbow, and then you miss anything good. So... Either uh, either participate or film, but you can't do both. So here here's my take on it, and it's it's a little bit of a hot take. Obviously, these fans were chirping this guy for most of the game. This was this didn't just start, and then the guy gets hurt. They start chirping him louder, and this guy Miles Straw, right, a household name. I'm sure everyone out there knows Miles Straw of the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> Um, you know, you know, <laughs> I he, certainly did. Yeah, right. <laughs> he allows these fans to get under his skin, and you're you're a professional athlete, right? You, you know, whether you like it or not, fans are just they're there to support their team, and they're going to do whatever they can to give their team an advantage, whether that's get under the skin of another player or or what have you. So they're chirping this guy. Well, this this mild straw guy decides that he's going to pull a Ron Artest. And he climbs the wall to get into the face of these fans and then is basically egging them on to hit him. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for, first and foremost, like, what are you doing? Like, right. what's going on with that? So then he jumps down, right? And then the rest of the game happens. And I'm sure there was still more trouble going on. And, and that's when the fans decided, well, wh- what's our recourse? Right? We're going to throw garbage. Recourse for fans. what, though? Coming up there and saying, hit me? That, I mean, there's, there's, there's no recourse for that. I mean, they're in the bleachers, right? They don't. It's not great seats, right? So they're probably out there and getting getting hammered, right? Probably alcohol involved yeah. in all this. So yeah, I'm not saying it was the right decision to throw stuff. I'm just saying if Miles Straw doesn't climb that wall and basically ask to be hit, I don't think the Yankees fans throw stuff out on the field. I, here, my my take on this is. And maybe just because of me, I, I don't go to these games and berate players. Like I'm not there to get under a player's skin. Will I boo? Sure. Have you tried it? Booing? No. Getting under a player's skin? Mm-hmm. No. I, I I see no point in it. Like I don't do that in real life. You know what well, I mean? I have a I have a buddy who goes to games, and that's his expressed intent. And he has been kicked out of Nats Park. Camden Yards um, was now Capital One Arena, <clears throat> um, PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Uh, we were even at a Bowie Bay Sox game, and the umpire, mm-hmm. the <laughs> the third base, the third base umpire, looked up and told him to shut up. So <laughs> yeah, and when we were at Camden Yards, he got kicked out. I had just gotten there, 
and another dude that we were with said, hey, man, come on, let's, they're kicking our friend out. I was like, dude, I just got here. See ya. Right. And then he proceeds to get kicked out of pickles and sliders. So, um, someone say he's just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. A loud at the, dick. Yeah, at that point, you're <laughs> but, just an ass. But I think there are people that go to these games and they want to see, you know, what they can get. And I mean, I've watched games where I knew he was, I, you can hear him. He's the, he's the guy you can hear on the telecast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's always that, especially baseball picks it up great. Um, hockey, not so much. Football, there's too many people in the field's too big, but baseball really seems to pick it up. Right. So, Hear me out. In my mind, and this is no offense to your friend, but it's going to be offensive. Those types of guys are just fucking pussies. Because they can, they, here's, and hear me out. Because if they go to the bar and they talk shit to a random dude, there's definitely a chance you're going to get your face punched in. You do it at a sporting event. The athletes are going to be much more restrained than John Doe because they've got a lot more on the line than this guy. Not Miles Straw, though. One, so, okay, what, one guy in baseball? Maybe Malice at the Palace? I mean, you're talking about rare events when an athlete will actually go and retaliate against a fan for something they said, even if they got under their skin, because they know the ramifications of it are awful. That same guy in the stands says the same stuff to a regular Joe, Going to get punched in the face. And you brought up the greatest example that we have that's recent. The guy that was getting up on Mike Tyson. Yeah. And then Mike Tyson knocked him out. <laughs> that's the difference. Like, that dude thought Mike was in the ring and he could heckle him because he paid his money for a seat. Oh, no, no, Mike said. I'm going to knock this dude out because yeah. we're on a plane and I'm a citizen. Yeah. He, he Peace, eff- homie. He effed around and found out. Yeah. But see, um, baseball is a little bit different. No, a, it's no, about it being a human because, being. No, because hear me out. So when you go to a Ravens game or any football game, you know, you know, it's it's third down. They're deep in their their zone. So what are, what are, what do the fans do? Right? They get they get as loud as they can. Yeah. Right? Because they're trying to destroy. They're trying to affect the outcome of the game. Right? They're trying to help their team. Right? Hockey, you're a little bit closer to the and, and you can't heckle a player from. An NFL football stadium. You just can't. It's too loud. There's too much going on. But a baseball. And you're, and you're too far away yeah. from those. Baseball, you are literally, you know, a, a stone throw or a piece of garbage throws away <laughs> um, from these players. You can literally have conversation with these players because baseball slow. It's quiet. It's just not the same. So these fans are essentially doing the same thing. They are trying to affect the outcome of the game. They're, get, they're, they're chirping this guy in the outfield, hoping that maybe if a ball gets hit to him, you know, he's going to get flustered, maybe drop it, you know? And he just, he couldn't take it. This is the this is, this is is the cost of admission for a, a, a pro athlete. Like, you're uh, going to get... I don't agree. Heck, I don't agree. Wow. Especially if the, especially because like, we only got that sound bite. What if there was other things said uh, before that that weren't as polite? And don't get me wrong, I mean, we, we don't even know the full extent as to what was said to begin with. But... To, to me, it's like, that's not the cost of admission. That's just a, a human being being a dickhead. Now, would you have been okay if the fan punched him in the face? No. No? Even though it was, he climbed no. I don't, the listen, wall and no, no, was asking for it. No, I don't think so. Okay. I, don't, I don't, listen, I don't think the athletes should be going up and, you know, tra- talking. Like, some of the athletes like to talk to the fans, right? Like, the fans are giving to them. Like, they're talking back and forth. Like, I've seen that before. And I don't, th- I think the athletes... Uh, you don't win in that situation, and you're the one with something to lose. So, what should the fans say to the opposing players? Like, good so, job. So, look at it in football. 
A crowd booing and getting loud still disrupts the offense, mm-hmm. even though no slurs or or words are said about someone's mother or whatever. The effect is the same. So what's you the got- difference between a boo and someone's "you suck"? You suck. I mean, it's. I think it's more personal. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not opposed uh-huh. to you suck though. Now we're getting to but, feelings. <clears throat> I'm not opposed to you suck, but where do you draw the line? People. I mean. I don't know what's over the line. It's, I, I guess know. if you, I guess if, I guess if you talk about someone personally, like so, like some of these people go with like information about the the player's family members and stuff, and they go in on them. Mm. The other part, I me mean, throwing stuff on the field. Come on, don't be don't be that guy. Well, that'll just get you kicked out. Yeah, but the, the thing is, heckling and stuff usually. Well, well, my buddy got kicked out for heckling, but it was mainly because the other fans around him were tired of him and went and. Right grabbed the security and then the police came down and was like all right dude you got to go but here's the thing like so we don't know what was said and the thing is what's his name straw uh yeah straw miles miles straw can we just call him that guy yeah that dude <laughs> we don't know who he is like he wasn't no, the ori- we know who he, is. he wasn't the original is, player we- that they were heckling it was one of his teammates who looked to be whether he was black or hispanic was it racial and the thing is at that point can someone jump in? Like, oh, brother. But no, but here's the thing. So, Devontae Smith Pelly in 2018, the Capitals were destroying the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. I think the score was like 7 1. And um, that was our cup year, too. Um, good, good, good point. Uh, Devontae Smith Pelly is in the penalty box, and Blackhawks fans started shouting basketball at him. And. The 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 off ice official that was in the box with Pelly identified the four fans and the Blackhawks. Um, they at United Center, the Blackhawks staff kicked him out just because they were saying the word basketball. Yeah, but you well, know what? You, you know what? Everyone knows reference. exactly on, what man. they were referencing. Devonte, for those of you who don't know, <clears throat> Devonte Smith Pelly was uh, was a was a black guy that played for the Capitals. Mm-hmm. So they they kicked him out. Now at that point, at, at what point? So Mike Tyson. Not, they, this guy keeps going after him. People say, oh, Mike Tyson shouldn't have done that. Really? But anyone else would have been like, oh, yeah, dude got what he deserved. So at what point does do you cross the line? And I think that's the thing where... Sticks and stones. No, man. It, it, look, as, as guys, what are you taught? You Listen, it, it's fair game at that point. If you want to get up in someone's face, like Mike said, you have around and find the fans out. Weren't, the, the, these fans, you, these Yankees fans were not in the face of the Guardians players until the Guardians player climbed the wall. You know, you're you're right there. You don't got to be in the face of them. Well, that's what you said. But again, we don't know what was said long before that video started. I mean, listen, why? I I don't know know if you guys remember this. Adam Jones, who was a long-time Oriole, played in the outfield. Mm -hmm. And again, I can't corroborate any of it. I wasn't there. He said you'd be surprised at what people said to him in outfields across Major League Baseball. You, I mean, you, of course you got to have thick skin as an athlete. But I guess my thing is, as a fan, why are you going down that road to begin with? You paid money to see baseball, right? If you paid money to go piss on somebody, well, you can get everyone, that for free at the pub. Not everyone go does. To pi- go to Pickles and go pick a fight. Mike's friend goes to the games specific, specifically mm-hmm. to cause trouble, yeah. right? And Miles Straw, all five foot ten of him, 
I think has just little man. Yeah. Has little man syndrome, right? Like, well, all, all the games. Five times taller than me. Five, well, okay. Well, Probably got the, more muscles than me, too. All, all the games I've been to with, with my buddy, he's never gotten a reaction from a player. Um, and I've seen videos where sometimes the interaction between fans and players are funny, even yeah. opposing fans and players. Um, and the thing is, like that, but then it could easily transition to what you saw. Now, I agree with with Josh, where you know the 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 player is the one that took it over the line when he jumped up and started, dude. Ignore it. Be a pro. Be a professional. You know, you can't tell me that's the first time you've yep. ever been heckled. Yeah, that's why. That's why I think something else was said. Before then, because from what we heard, it's real easy to say was that. Was it a, here's that from what we heard, was it annoying? Yes. Like if I was sitting next to that guy as a fan, I'd want to punch him. But I'm also not a player that can lose a couple mil, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different story. Plus, like it sounded like from the interview he did after the game, it sounded like something else was said to his teammate that went over the line. And it might just not have been picked. I, I, I don't know. I don't know because I wasn't there. I don't think he should have gone in the stands. Yeah, you got. You kind of got to bite the bullet and take your lumps and move on. I get that too. Besides him climbing, let, let's just let's walk it back. Take out the fact that he climbed the wall. Do you think that chirping that was clearly going back and forth? Do you think that's commonplace? Absolutely. Yeah, it happens right. in, in baseball almost every day. Sometimes, right, every game. sometimes. Yeah. I think often. I think it's more often than not, but it's not every game. I also You're think right. it depends on where you some are. Some stadiums don't have any fans. So right. there's right. probably not a lot of... In Orioles Stadium? Yeah, more there's here not. There's, yeah, there's yeah. not. And it, it also depends on how some of these stands are... These these stadiums are designed. So right. like... Toronto, you're not... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Or look at um, Houston that has the train tracks and the yeah. garden and all this. There's really much nothing at center field there. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have the, uh, the dugouts. Now, I've seen some interesting exchanges between... Relievers, the bullpen, the bullpen. Yes. Yep. <laughs> like, and these is guys because all the stuff I've heard from bullpens is generally pretty mild and actually kind of funny. Like that, those are the ones I end up finding very comical because those players are there almost the entire game. Yeah, and they're and they're BSing with the fans. I don't really hear it that bad out there. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the I've outfielders heard, that yeah. I usually I usually get it. Yeah, the 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 bullpen comic because last I went to a Nats game where we sat directly, like right. It was the Orioles bullpen and or the visiting team's bullpen. They're playing the Orioles, and then we're like, "There's the rail," and I'm looking directly down in the bullpen. And Nats fans are talking to O's to the to the Orioles and the players, and you know they're warming up. And it's it was weird because when the players were warming up, when the pitchers warming up, no one was like talking to them. They were like letting them do their thing. So maybe it's I think it also has to depend on the city, you know, and the and the class of fans. Now look at a place like Philadelphia, <clears throat> okay. Philadelphia <laughs> and Boston are known for having probably the class, most classless fans on on the planet. I mean, there's Eagles Court for crying out they loud. They booed right. Santa Claus. Yes, batteries. Yeah, they put the the covers over the entranceway so the fans wouldn't pour beer on the flyers. Right. You know, so they're you know uh, Boston fans are are awful. I feel um, like you don't hear about that like St. Louis though, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I guess not. But if we're saying that that happens semi-often, right, mm-hmm. yet we don't have situations where trash and debris is being thrown on the field very often, right? Not as often, right? So what's the difference here? What's the catalyst? And it's the guy, the player, climbing the wall, engaging the fans, and igniting that fire. So you're saying the, the player escalated it. 
Absolutely. Doesn't condone the fans throwing stuff out. But if Miles Straw, Miles, I'm going to keep saying his name so everyone yeah. knows it. <laughs> if he doesn't climb that wall, right, he could turn and maybe chirp back to him because clearly it was going on all, all, yeah. all afternoon or evening or whatever. Like, if he doesn't climb that wall, this is non-story. This we don't even we don't even we don't even hear about this yeah. because the fans they just they overreacted mm-hmm. and they just what, what can we do? We well, they th- can't jump out on the field, so they're going to throw. I think you also code. have a uh, they're just not stupid enough to do it. Yeah, right. but I think you also have a, a thing where if the players don't react at all to them, they stop because it stops being fun. Do Eventually. they? Though? It's like a bully. It's, it's like you, a bu- yeah. It's like a bully. You get, you get like these guys. Here's the thing: the the guys in that video with the audio. They weren't stopping, and they weren't looking at them for a majority of that video. And they didn't stop. They just kept going. It's like, I, I think there are some people there that just like to agitate because they're, they've got crappy lives, and they're just sad human beings. I, and, see, I, I, don't, I don't go to games with that. But I don't yell and scream. Neither do I. I go to a hockey game. I'm probably the most boring person because I sit there and I watch the game. I, I want to watch the game. I don't drink yeah. beer. I go to see the Capitals. I, they have a great deal. It's uh, it's mm. bottomless popcorn, mm. and uh, if you buy a large Coke and a large popcorn, the popcorn's bottomless, and so is the Coke. Mm. So just go get refills. Oh. Mm. And I just sit there and I crush popcorn and I watch the Caps. I don't drink any beer. I get there for warm ups. Like I'm in the stadium like an hour before the puck drops so I can watch warm ups. Nice. So and I don't. Say, but baseball, I kind of do the same thing. I just sit there and watch the game. That's yeah. what I do that with baseball. Yeah. I want to sit somewhere. One, I always try and sit somewhere where I don't have to worry about a foul ball hitting me in the face, because I might not always be looking at the field all the time. Or even if I am, I'm still not fast enough to get out of the way if that ball comes yeah. at me or a bat. I'm just not. So I'll, I'll sit somewhere. And keep in mind, I haven't been to a pro game in years because I can't stand going to Baltimore. But I'll ride down the road to Bowie in the minor league game. Mm-hmm. I'll sit behind that behind that net. You pay your seven bucks. I'll pay. I'll pay seven bucks. <laughs> I'll pay for the beers, uh, popcorn, whatever. I don't care. It, it's it's just an enjoyable time. Yeah. And I'm gonna sit there. I'm gonna watch the game. Yeah. I, I have no desire to to heckle a 22 year old kid. Yeah. The only the only games I get loud at would be Ravens. You know. It's just. Yeah. I mean, the whole crowd's electric though. It kind of like in, in no. You can you get in. Like, I lose my it. voice. Like I'll come yeah. home and I'll, but, I won't have a voice because. You know, and when I would go to the game, I'd be in Section 500, right? I, I, I did not. I, I, you know, I'm not a wealthy man. I don't sit down low, but I mean, I was at the stadium when, and I can't remember exactly when it happened, but we were playing the Patriots in the playoffs, and uh, the we were chanting um, BS. Can mm-hmm. we? Are we allowed to? Can we cuss on? Can, can I say bullshit? B- BS is fine. Bullshit okay. whatever. Okay, bullshit. We were, they were doing the defense, yeah. but instead of saying defense, the entire crowd was saying bullshit every time they should have said defense. Mm-hmm. And it was so loud that the announcers, which was, it was Sunday Night Football, so it was, uh, I don't know who it was. Collinsworth and who the, uh, the, the Anyway. Yeah. Um, he said it's the loudest manure chant I've ever seen, and they and NBC actually got in trouble because they didn't bleep it out. They're like, well, "How could we bleep it? it would just yeah. we would be bleeping the entire." But anyway, so it's like, it's like uh, they can turn down that volume. It's like they like, could, like, but they didn't because they've but done it that was, before. It was a terrible call. It's it was like, I think it was two thousand and eleven because mm-hmm. it was when we lost. We ended up the Ravens ended up, but like. They, I have never been in a situation where seventy four thousand people were literally all chanting 
bullshit yeah. at the referee. It wasn't at the other team. But I, th- I think there's something different about that. That's not. Mm. It's not like in a personal attack on a ref. You know, I, I feel like it, that's like the entire the entire stadium is chanting something together. It's not that offensive. So if everyone's doing it, it's okay. But if it's just a couple people out in left field, it's, it's no. And not only they were doing it in unison, <laughs> it in, was magical. In, in tune. Magical. I mean, come on now. No, I don't know. They, well, some, there was I don't some know why neat, I see that differently. There was some neat chance at uh, at at M&T Bank. There was uh, when Car- Carson Palmer played for the um, Bengals. Bengals. It was Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer is a piece of shit. And it was like the entire thing was going. Honestly, so, so I not like that because yeah. that's a personal attack. Yeah. All right. So listen, I actually have experiences. When I, I played a sport in college and I was a goalie. And I would let up some goals. And Which sport? It was lacrosse. Okay. Well, I, right. I didn't know why we were being so secretive about it. I don't know. Um, and I was playing, we were playing a away game. Okay. And a goal would get scored. And they would count the number. Mm. And yeah, you know, I've seen that. Like, so, so it was almost like the, the way they're doing hockey, except in lacrosse you let up a lot more goals. So yeah. it kind of goes a little further No, along. you only let up a lot more goals if... If you're not that good. Which <laughs> I wasn't. Listen, man, I, I played on one of the worst Division One teams in the world. But you played there. Division One lacrosse. But it was really bad. You played Division One lacrosse. We got beat, by, we got beat by a D3 team. I don't... Time. Don't say that part of the story. Well, you, know. you played Division One <laughs> yeah, lacrosse. I'm, I'm, I'm putting out the honesty. D1. There. Anyway, yeah. all right, so... Anyway, so let's say there were five goals. They would count one, two, three, four, five. You suck. Right. You yeah. suck. Well, University <laughs> of Maryland fans. And that was some are, college kid they were doing it. Yeah, no, University of Maryland's um they have some terrible like when they play the Hey song. Yeah. And they nah, 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 Hey. Yeah. You suck. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they do that stuff and it's um, That's what sports is about. I will say this though. I'm sorry. As a player on the receiving end of it though, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't happy because I was giving up some goals that game, but I—it uh, was the first time I'd experienced something like that. Because I, I think I, I think I was a, I was a freshman. It was my first year. There's got to be some game footage of, of this. It was a D1 school. They have to have some video. This it was it was back in the day, and it it was not it was not a good school. So <laughs> the, the video was really light. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe black and white. <laughs> we'll I now have a mission. We need Jamie. To get on it, <laughs> right? But no, so like I thought, it, like when it would happen, it, and that was just one of the places that happened. Like throughout that whole year, um, it happened quite a few times. And as a goalie, you're kind of like you, you, you kind of get more of it than most. Um, but I always thought it was funny. And when they got really creative, that's when I kind of liked it the most because I was like, "That's a good one." I haven't heard that. I, like when I hadn't heard one before, I thought it was all, like I, I would, la- I would like laugh. Mm-hmm. Like I just put my I put my glove over my face mask so I could laugh and they wouldn't see it. <laughs> um, well, they uh, when you talk to these athletes, they say they don't even hear it. A lot of times you can't. So, I, I, but baseball's so quiet. Yeah, yeah, no, that's you're true. right. And yeah. you know, uh, the, you know, football. The closest fans. If you think of, you know, look at your typical NFL stadium. There is a a big um, kind of like. There's a zone between where the fans are and where the players are. Even on the bench, you're probably looking at, you know, 50 feet between where the players are. And then the fans are sitting up. They're elevated. So then that adds even more distance. And it kind of goes the whole way around. It's not like hockey where there's a glass just separating it. And then players actually get hit through the glass. 
or basketball where players end up in the crowd trying to dive after a, a ball got out of bounds or something like that. So there's – and baseball, like you said, which is so quiet. So, But even in hockey, like you had these players that were uh, back in the 70s like <laughs> – diving into the stands and the Philadelphia Flyers like beating the crap out of people in the stands like that's that was old school there was so much less money they had so little to lose oh yeah and then they were getting like what five grand a season yeah but those players were also side jobs yeah but yeah and then they were also like in the locker room like these weren't chugging beers in the locker room after the game like smoking (laughs) cigarettes and drinking beer it was beer league hockey before beer league hockey yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was that's how it got handed down to the beer leagues can I can I just say something Ice hockey like ninety and above. If you're not, you're if, good. if your save percentage in the NHL isn't like ninety two, you're kind of a scrub. You think I would? I would have yeah. said ninety. Yeah. No. It, every not, now and then you see a point eight nine, but that's a scrub. Oh yeah, yeah. Anytime it was under ninety, I was like, mm, yeah. guys get replaced next year. Yeah. So, um, and I've always thought save percentage was a true save percentage is a goalie stat. Goals against average to me is a. Uh, is a team stat. The only reason why I say no to that is because if you've got a real porous defense, <clears throat> you might be seeing higher percentage shots as a goalie, which means you're not going to be able to save it as many of them because your defense has given up the easier. Like, let's say, for example, your defense gives up one timers real easily across, across ice, mm-hmm. right? Those are hard saves because you got to go across the crease to make that save. I would say that goaltender is going to have a lower save percentage. And it's not really going to reflect how bad he is or how good he is because that defense was just that bad. You know so, Yeah, see, I always look at, to as a as a goalie, mm-hmm. save percentage is the, as the, the, the more accurate representation of that player's season. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to pick a stat, right? Because and that's could, probably the best one. But well, I'm just saying how it, how you can kind of poke the, a hole in that theory the, a little bit. The types of shots and whether they're through screens. I mean, you could if you face 50 shots a game and they're all from the point and you can see every one of them. Well, yeah. then yeah, you should have a very high save percentage. But you, um, everyone's played with that dummy defenseman who doesn't know how to get out of the way so that you can see the ball or puck yeah. coming through, and they're always in the way and they duck out at the last minute. But right. the goal gets scored and it's on you. It's not on yeah. him. But when, I, when I'm when I'm talking about these stats, I'm talking more at the NHL level. I'm not talking at like beer league or high school or anything like that. I, I, think I bet you. That, I bet you. There's some uh, some uh, less than brave guys on the pro level that don't like to get hit with the puck. I'm sure there are. And but they, I think if you're overall, you're dealing with a much higher caliber. Right. Uh, right. But, no. But what I'm saying is, let's say you got that high caliber defenseman, right? But. Yeah, he's just is his shins are done, so he's not going to lay down on the ice. And oh, by the way, he also didn't get out of the way so you can see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like as a goaltender, you either get in front of it, or you want the defender to either get in front of it or get out of the way so you can see right. it. Don't deflect it. <laughs> right. Don't don't. Basically, there's no middle ground there. Yeah. Right. And I bet you there's some guys in the NHL, especially once you get later in the season, and you're just like, you know what? I don't want to take one tonight. <laughs> But I also don't want to show that I don't want to take one tonight, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like I do and then don't. Yeah, but I think between the two big goalie stats, which are goals against average and save percentage, I I still think that save percentage is the better barometer. It's not neither one are perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree. So because you could have dudes that play on 
you can have guys that play on really good teams that don't have to be that good. Mm-hmm. You have a good um, defense. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, do, you you remember, do you remember Ron Hextall? Ron Hextall would give up the, the, the shot from the blue line every once in a while, just like a pure brain fart. Mm-hmm. But he would make like the most amazing save one-on-one right. that he should never, ever get. Had, had no business making that None. Save. But <laughs> that was Ron Hextall, though. <laughs> like Someone would take a shot from like center ice, clearing it in just to change lines, and he would let it in. And everyone's looking at him going, dude, what the heck? This is the easiest one on earth. Yeah. And then meanwhile, they they uh, they do the cross-ice pass, and he'd do the, the straight splits and, mm-hmm. and glove one down. Yeah. And I was like, geez. <laughs> in the same game, no less, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, I owed you guys one. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess... It, but go, so going back to the fan behavior, I mean, and obviously we, we we would be not we wouldn't be doing this topic justice if we didn't call about talk about the mouse and the palace, the basketball one, and that was when f- players actually went in the stands. I mean, like you said, hockey players have gone into the stands. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, and and everyone taught. I mean, the malice and the palace is, lives in infamy, and it's probably close to twenty years old now. Um. But those fans, I think, were like throwing stuff on the players because mm-hmm. they were like basketball man. They are right on top of them. Well, that's like basketball. The players end up in the stands. Yeah. You know, if they're going after a ball, trying to save a ball from going out of bounds, they'll end up in the stands. And um, that's probably the most the close. And also, this playing surface compared to it's the smallest of all the sports. So mm-hmm. they're you know the fans are there. It's inside. They're packed right on top of the court. Um, basketball also plays music during the play, which I thought always thought was weird. That is strange. Um, I figured that would affect communication. Yeah, on the court. Yeah, does fo- football doesn't play? Well, they do the defense and all that stuff. Um, but they stop it bef- bef- when, before the when, snap. When the they team, have to. When the baseball's the yeah. same way. Yeah. The NBA is like the only sport. Yeah. that plays stuff during play. Yeah, I wonder if it's just not loud that they can't hear hear it on the court. They can hear it on the court. There's oh, no, but no but it's way. not. But is it like super loud? Like I think they can hear themselves over the music at, at that level. I don't, I don't know. know. But can we talk about basketball for I a mean, minute? Is the only D one player in the room? I'll mm. defer to you. Like <laughs> Different sport, man. Different yeah, sport. But you're still. I will say this: though. as a fan, though, in the NBA, I gotta say it's got to be the only sport where if you sit in the front row, you have a higher chance of having. A grown man's uh, privates on your forehead if he has to jump into the stands to get a ball uh, or something. Man, like I've that. never connected those dots. No, you really haven't. You haven't no. seen like I whenever mean, I- whenever I see like a a player like diving to like go get a, a a ball a wayward ball and like they just trounce over like some five foot three woman. And that's the first thing you think of. Uh, well, I well no, generally with the man, I think about you know like if you got to mm. jump over Jack Nicholas. I mean, how many times has Jack Nicholas had like? Been getting his, in his face, and yeah, just getting you know a little oh, bit, no. you know, cleaning that dome of his with some with some tea bags. I mean, you know what I'm saying is that, <laughs> like, why, is that why you don't sit down there for NBA games? You know what? I, yeah, you know that. And, you know, the cost has nothing to do with it. It's just I don't really want to. I don't want to be in the junk. I don't want to be in the danger zone. <laughs> but yeah, like, all jokes like, like, can you imagine like in the NBA, like if you sit in those first like two three rows, you could literally get like sh- just. Yeah. Shoulder driven into your chin. Well, then in the NBA, <laughs> you you really hear the players 
talking shit to each other too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas hockey, they uh, hockey's known for chirps. Mm-hmm. Like they just go back and forth, but you can't hear it because you don't hear a lot through the glass. Right. Um. So, but in NBA, like those dudes are chirping, fans are chirping back and forth. Well, what's his name? The dude for uh, was it Kyrie Irving? Is he the one? They got not not maybe trouble, but told the fan to. Yeah, it was a, it, but he was in, so that was in Boston though. Yeah, he was an ex-Celtic. I got to imagine the fans were up on his grill. Yeah. They they had to have been because he he did not make any friends when he left Boston. Yeah, so you're saying that, that's an excuse for him? Like no, I'm I'm, I'm I'm not. I'm, but I am saying there's probably more that led up to that event. The he's he he doesn't seem like the type of guy that just kind of goes off like that. How um how well do you know? You know, we're buds. We're tight. Mm-hmm. You know. okay. well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you played Division One sports as well, right? We, we, it's it's just one big group. Well, I think every D one there's like a club, it's like a there. Facebook group or something. It's, it's, it's like the Heisman yeah. House, only it's not. Yeah, yeah. They, get, they get to go hang out with each other and you know exchange stories about irritating fans. And, That's right. So, but, he, but whenever you hear him, he seems like a very fairly cerebral dude. Now, don't get me wrong; he could have a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde personality, but. I don't know. I think he, they would have had to have done. Plus, didn't he just flip him off? I mean, not that I condone flipping anyone off, but I mean, shoot, was, I've done worse was, in my car. There was there was some sport just recently where where the athlete gave the middle finger to the fans. I yes. wish, and I, I think that was him, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was. Was it baseball? I think it was. It was baseball. Just getting all types yeah. of rowdy. People are pissed off about those negotiations, apparently, before the season. Oh, that, there it was. So, Chicago White Sox um, guy, uh, what's his, I think it was, it was Tim Anderson. Uh, he gave, he flipped the middle finger. He was, first of all, he was suspended a game for flipping the middle finger. Uh, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, that is the most... If anything else, like the middle, like if this guy, if this was whatever this Guardians guy is, right? Mm-hmm. If he would have just turned around and gave the fans the middle finger, I'd have no problem with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? They, yeah, give it to him. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, just, you, anyone listening at some point in time in their life has just flipped someone off, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe a little aggressively, too. You know what I mean? You just like kind of. Like you just, from the yeah, shoulder, yeah, like, yeah, take yeah it, you know, yeah. you bring it up and, <laughs> and, 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 you, and you kind of shake it a little bit yeah. when it gets up to the top, right? <laughs> because you just you want them to know how intense you are about right. that fuck you, yeah, right? Um, so I'd be okay with that, you know. You see these players that they and they, I don't know, I, I you know, it's just Spe- speaking of suspensions, though, and I don't know if you guys saw this, I guess it was a, it was a Juco baseball game. And this guy hit the, this one kid hits a home run, and he's jawing as he rounds the bases. Oh, and, I saw this. And this Did pitch, you see this? this pitcher, and so as he's rounding third, he can, he's celebrating with his third base coach, and the pitcher sprints off the mound uh-huh. and puts a hit on him harder than a football hit I've ever seen. It was like a Goldberg spear. Yeah, <laughs> the dude like apparently lost a tooth. Oh wow! Now here's the thing that. Both both players though were suspended, so they recognize. Ah, I don't. I don't agree with that. Well, no, they recognize that the player that was up, that was at bat and hit the home run 
had apparently been taunting for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And then was taunting as he was going around the base pass. Who cares? Because you can't do that. Well, it says who? But, okay. You can't do what? It says the rules of human beings. No, it doesn't. Because no. here's the thing. Remember, it's competition. Do you remember in another episode, one, one thing we talked about was lacking as people came back out of the COVID coffins? Decorum. Mm-hmm. Gone. Nobody knows how to act in public anymore. Yeah, but, the, but, but all... But we also talked about. I went on the rant about the um, the taunting rule in the NFL, mm-hmm. and they're throwing flags for taunting. I'm like, come on, right. you, you, everyone's going soft. They they relax that a lot. Me- meanwhile, they're taunt. They're, you, well, you could get a flag for taunting, but you're allowed to rehearse a touchdown celebration. Yeah, they didn't they didn't relax it for that kid in Pittsburgh that one night. Like, that was egregious. Like the kid literally, he had a sack, got cut by the team he was playing, so he got a sack against his former team. He just looked at the other sideline, didn't even go past the hash mark. The ref flagged him for it. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. That's what we're flagging. You're right. That part, don't get me wrong. That part, I think, is soft. There, there are parts of it that like, just went way too soft. But there's other parts of it where human beings got to remember about how to human being. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, where do you stand on bat flips? Huh? Where do you stand on bat flips? Arrogant, but the, I think if you bat flip... The pitcher has a perfect right to bean you the next time no. you're up to bat. No, that's the unwritten rules of baseball. First of all, you show so up, many you show up the pitcher, you get no. one in the ear. No, show up the pitcher. <laughs> so when the pitcher strikes you out and pumps, he does a fist. little fist bump. Yeah, you know what? What can the batter do? Can the batter next time up throw his bat at the pitcher for showing him up? Can hit a home run. Right. That'll show him so, up. So so you hit a home run. And let's just... Uh, and then he bat tr- flips, and then was, he gets in the air again. There's a Toronto Blue Jay, uh, horrible guy. Baltimore hates him. Um, Sorry, you're going to narrow Batista. it down to one guy? Batista. He hit a home run in a playoff such- game. I think it ended the game. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on it. But it was one of the most epic bat flips of all time. One of the greatest calls of all time from the announcers and the, and the bat flip. That's not arrogant. But the, okay? Was that a game winner, though? Yeah, does, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Game winner is a little bit different. Yeah, today. well, that's like in football. You know, you, well, if you sack a quarterback if you when third, you're down by thirty, it's different. If you, don't, don't, don't flex. But if you do it in the third inning and you're flipping your bat in the third inning, that's different than doing it, it takes, in a walk off. If it gives you the lead, if it no, gives you the lead, if, it ties no, the game if, up. Listen, in the third inning, act like you've been there before. Well, but, but ninth so, inning, win the game, flip your bat. <laughs> what about the what about the chain pop and, all, and the jersey pop and all this other stuff that that. That people do. Like, I think it's all pointless. To be I, I love what bat about, flips. Love it. What about the sellies after uh, after after goals in the NHL? Like, you know, when's the se- is Alex, Alex Ovechkin? This Alex is against them. This Alex is against this them. Alex still thinks he, he thinks that after a fantastic play, you should shake hands with your opponent. Um, so that way they they don't feel too bad. Okay. Hyperbole much? Mm. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Back that, to that one, huh? <laughs> listen, I, I don't, I, listen. We could go on an entire episode of unwritten rules and, and I mean, some of it like is like, some of it is kind of like I hate the the choreographed touchdown celebrations. They're dumb. Um, yeah, the choreographed ones are nice. They put a camera in the end zone specifically for it. Every single interception. And the, oh, it wasn't even a pick that. six, and I they run down that. and they pose. Yeah, I hate again, that. I like just act like you've been there. Did right. they get rid of that yeah. camera this year? I don't think the camera. I think that camera was around when there was no fans. I don't. I think that's when they introduced it. Yeah, but I don't think it. I there's always a cameraman down there that yeah. they run down. But during COVID, they had like a screen where the players yeah, could yeah, yeah. see themselves. Yeah. It was yeah. like a selfie almost. Yeah. <laughs> Here's, I liked it for one season. 
Get rid of it the next season. I don't like it at all. But the thing is, I'm not going to go like bat flips. I mean, sometimes bat flips look. Come cool. on. Yeah. Okay. I still, I still yeah. think if you bat flip in the third inning, in the sixth, you're probably going to get one in, up high and tight. You should, man. Why not? Listen, I just, so I'm okay mic. with pitchers throwing at batters if there's just like bad blood between the teams. You know, I don't know what the a hard slide in the second, or, you know, something like that. But a bat flip, listen, man, you don't want me to flip my bat. You know, don't throw, don't throw some, don't throw meatballs at. Don't, me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like there's aspects of the game where the other, where the opponent just is better and over and and just triumphs over you, right? And they're gonna celebrate when they do that. Okay, you shouldn't get your feelings hurt. Okay, yep. just understand it. You you sucked right there, and be better next time. But if a player does something dirty on the field, you know, steps on an ankle of a player, you run into first, you know, something, yeah. then yeah, next time they're up, crack them. Don't hit them in the head. Throw them somewhere in their body. Right, I don't like headshots, and and well, I'm just saying you don't want to make Gretzky's head bleed. They're throwing these baseballs, 80, 90, and 100 miles an hour. Right, you shouldn't be throwing at someone's head. Hit him in the ribs. They're gonna, it's it's gonna cause enough pain for them for the next day or two. Well, not to, well, all the armor these players wear on their oh, sides. Don't give, again. There could be a whole other episode of all this baseball <laughs> crap. Don't get me started on baseball. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem necessarily with with the. Uh, the celebrations is for like a bat flip, a celebration after a goal, um, football, spike the ball or whatever, run back to the huddle or go back to the sideline. I'm not a big fan of the celebrations and the defense is posing with the ball, especially when you're losing. Like you're losing and now you're posing with the ball. Yeah, yeah you get, like, like I said. And you, they all go down there? Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's, it's like, like, come on. It takes forever. It does. And then forever. like the guy gets a sack and they're down by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And they're like they're going crazy about it. Like unless that sack was like breaking some sort of record or getting you some sort of like incentive yeah. in your contract, yeah. like let's go. Like yeah. unless that sack like sealed the game for you or something like that, uh, let's go. Well, the, fu- the funny part it's only in one end zone. So let's say the interception happens like all the way to the other end of the field. If I'm that 350 pound D lineman, I'm just like I'm just like forget it. No, I'll see you guys back on yeah. the sideline. I'm good. <laughs> you guys take that picture. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things where you can let you can you can put rules in place, but I don't think you can put rules in place to enforce to make them classy. Some of them just aren't going to be. What was the the rule? You can't really have enforce rules for quote unquote morality. Yeah. Right. Again, you can't. You can't. You're not really going to put rules in place for people to you know be human, to be okay human beings. I mean. There's always going to be the line that crosses from being a, an all right human to being a complete dirtbag. Mm-hmm. And everyone everyone's line is different, obviously, because there's some people that are just dirtbags and they don't think they cross the line. Right. And I mean, go, if we want to talk about the original byline, which we never even touched on, was the uh, the sports parents. Now, look, we've all just started our sports spring sports season. Mm-hmm. We got we got a baseball, a softball, or you got three baseball. I got two softball. You got four soccer's, don't you? Three, three, three soccer's. At, at, yeah, three and soccer's. At, at, she not in it yet, um, little girl. She's doing dance. Okay, people get rowdy at that. I don't know. Not we yet. have crazy dance bombs. It's not. Yeah, I don't know. Yo, that they, they, they made a whole show about that. Yeah. That that's a different level. That's, that's where, a different type that's of where crazy. Honey Boo Boo and Mama June came in. Yeah. That's a different level, though. That I mean, shoot, I don't, I couldn't survive in that. No, I that's get, why I'm glad I get I, eaten alive. I don't have to go to dance. 
Um, I'm, I'm so lucky. I got two girls. I, I am dodging that bullet right now, and I'm hoping I keep dodging it. Yeah. Because those women scare me. The dance, gymnastics, equestrian, all out. Verboten. Equestrian? I can't afford equestrian. Yeah. Just, I'd rather them learn it's economics. To, I'd rather them learn how to fly airplanes. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to ride horses? I'll buy you a motorcycle. How about that? Listen, I, <laughs> I can't. I'm not, I don't, I, I'm not. I'm just not going to be able to afford polo. Equestrian jumping horse whatever whatever where you know Snoop thought the dog thought the horse was right. walking. I, I, would be, <laughs> I can't afford that. It would be cheaper to buy them. Like say they're sixteen. Mm-hmm. Cheaper to buy them, and I have boys a GSXR one thousand. Yeah, and pay the insurance on it than deal with <laughs> a stupid horse. Right. So yeah, that's out. I, um, I do wonder. Are we gonna? I wonder if any one of us is going to have one of those crazy parent stories. I feel like we don't have too many of those around us. But I feel like we live in an area where some of the surrounding areas might. Yeah. So, and also, like, my kids aren't playing travel. So, it's kind of, we're just dealing with the local rec ball. Um, Do you see it much? Cause not so, but we've only had one game. So, I have one in T-ball. There's no crazy parents. That's just cute take pictures that sort of thing um the other one's a machine pitch it's kind of like a i mean the one is playing like actual baseball but i haven't had a a parent that was that bad yet so um we'll wait to see what what we get is it so i coach uh my oldest son's team and i may as a coach be falling into the category that you guys are describing. You're the crazy sports fan. Because, but as from from the coach's standpoint, like I'm, you know, I'm very animated. I'm yelling at the kids, give them direction. If you know, if I if there's a call that I don't like, like you know, early on, I try, I let the official know that I don't like it, but I kind of do it in like a almost a comedic way. Like I try to, it's almost like breaking the ice, right? And this may not be the normal, but I, I, I'll say something, but almost in a joking manner. But then if it continues to go that way, my joking manner, you know, especially, especially if we're not being successful for losing, right? Like, so like, I'll start to get, like, I don't, go out of my way to give them crap but if i feel like we're not getting a fair shake then you know i let the you know i let the official know you know when we have officials by you, the way you let the official who's probably close to 16 years old and makes 20 bucks Listen, a game i don't let, if it's you're letting him know what's have, what no they're, they're if it's a, <laughs> like, given, given i've never that, had i'm given that that sophomore girl the business no, right i business it's always been a dog can't believe I'm your not, parents let you live okay, okay. all right you know what with the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm very I'm passionate, so it's funny what so I'm I'm gonna cry yourself to sleep on your wee pillow. <laughs> so so I'm coaching T ball and I'm helping coach uh the te- you know the tenue. So I'm more the um I guess the buck show alter type, just sitting in the dugout spitting seeds and not <laughs> really saying a whole lot than I am the yelling screaming like you know, throwing chairs on the ice type of guy or, you know, running out and, st- like, <laughs> I forget the, the manager who did it. He goes out, they're arguing with the umpire over a call at first base, and he picks up the base and takes it with him. <laughs> they're kicking him out, and he picks up the base. And is that Lou Pinella? <laughs> I think that was him. <laughs> so, you know, this is my pace, I'm leaving. <laughs> Lou, Pin- Lou Pinella and Hal McRae 
are two of the most entertaining managers to watch. I guess Billy Martin for the older crowd was in the same was in the same uh, uh, box of characters. Um, but yeah, I, I'll be interested. Like I know on the softball side, like we didn't have any like crazy yelling type people, but there were definitely some like cringe moments where as a group they're like they're doing something we're just like mm, like like i don't know if i ever told you like this one and this was 8u softball mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of walks in 8u softball yeah this one girl she goes to first base whatever gets her walk next girl walks the girl from first to second does a front somersault on her way to second on her way to third she does like three cartwheels on the way home, throws her helmet in the air and starts doing flips, backflips to oh. home plate. And the parents are like, yeah, girl, you do it. <laughs> and then, like, the same parents brought, like, the block rocker speaker. Uh, and they're doing walk-up music for each kid. I mean, I, I like so, this team's listen, vibe so far. Listen, so the block rocker one, I was like... I'm not gonna lie, it's a good idea. So I, I don't know did, if I do it though, but <laughs> so I for so so my oldest last year they played in the championship for for baseball. And I told I sent an email to both coaches saying, Hey, I'm gonna bring it to do the national anthem and then I'm gonna announce the kids. I said, if you both can get walk up songs for all of your kids, I will match it to the lineup. I'll just pull it up on Apple Music and do it, and that didn't work. So I, didn't, the thing is, like with that, at a young age. If you do it for one, t- I was willing to do it for both, yeah, for our team and the other team, right? And so then, the the team was the Cubs. So our team wins, the Cubs win, and the other team was very, they were they were, they were you know you could tell they were emotional about it. Some of the kids were crying and this and that. Okay, mm-hmm. so the other coach. His wife made a whole bunch of water balloons. They went out into into left field, and had a water balloon fight, and their their after game snack. Well, the Cubs have their own song, so go Cubs go. So after that, they were done. Like after everyone's all, the kids were happy and having fun. When our kids were gathering their gear up, I played go Cubs go on the thing, but I wasn't doing it while the other kids were crying, right? Because they're little kids. Is that like Go Pack Go? The same song? No, it's um, I forget who did the who wrote the song. I mean, it's an actual song. Actually, yeah. well, I know you should have done because they were the Cubs. You should have found the audio for Harry Carey. Yeah. Cubs win. Yeah, Cubs win. <laughs> but <laughs> see, but here's my here's so here's the thing. Everyone's up doesn't want to like hurt people's feelings. Like it's all it's everyone tiptoes around, but. Hey, you know, the thing is, is those kids won a championship, right? But mm-hmm. they played hard, practiced hard, applied themselves, and they won. So the fact that, you know, you, like, even, like, hesitated or said, hey, I'm not going to play this song until, like, hey, guess what? Like, life's a bunch of this. Like, you're, this is this is a learning situation for the kids that lost that game. At the time, though, ate you? Yeah, you know, I mean, kids. what are you going to learn? Here's the thing. I'm not saying we got to rub I, in the I, face and have a, a, a ticker tape parade no, but right I agree in front with of them and we carry them off the field. We, we like, played the song. We just waited until yeah, they weren't I agree with the way he did anymore. it. He just no, waited until they were it. in the outfield and <laughs> had water balloon fights. Yeah. They were fine. Yeah. Like, the, the sting of the loss was gone for the other team. Yeah. 
He's still playing a song after they're out in the field. Everyone's okay now. Let's play the song. That's class. That's different. If he does it, if he does it right as the kids crossing home. So plate, how long after? Then it's kinda, the, uh, you know. So how long? And I, I already know what your argument's going to be for this. How <laughs> long after the game goes final in the Super Bowl should they wait before they start shooting confetti off? The oh, you're talking about professional versus kids. Okay, and I knew that Come was going to be. No, I knew that was going to be your thing. <laughs> but so if they're adults, it's okay because yes. adults can handle that. No, I mean, yes. a, well, how do you think as adults a profe- can handle as a that? Because they learn as they grow up that no, no, no. hey, sometimes you win. And sometimes you lose. Oh no! Not that, at AU. Sleeping on that large pile of money probably helps right. too. Yeah, you're, you're not going to compare AU to the NFL in the Super Bowl. Come on, man. Sleep. So, what age is it okay to celebrate uh, a win in front of other kids that have lost? So, the, no one said what age. No, I mean if, they, if eight's too young. There's clearly an age because 27 is okay, right? We're saying an adult. It also depends so on the celebration, eight, though. Okay, so what I mean, age? If, if kids are eleven, like, if kids are huddling up, jumping around, doing if ki- they just won, they're jumping around. That's different. They're not saying you know, it's not like some specialized thing they're doing just to rub it in the face of the other kid. So it's not like, but the, but none of the kids like pulled out a block rocker and played go So we you, waited for that. <laughs> right. Okay, so since you won't give me an answer, you nine, you ten. It depends Tell, on what you're, stop what you stop me when it's okay. But what, you, what, but what kind of t- thing are you talking about? Just celebrating immediately after the win. They was, celebrated. Yeah, they celebrated. Mm, I'm, no, I want I just Go Cubs he, Go played <laughs> immediately. <laughs> you you just want to tear the soul out of an eight-year-old. No, I'm not saying that. I would say high school. And you're coaching kids, too, huh? I mean, how often do you hey. see baseball, right? Baseball's a perfect example of this, right? They win the World Series. Where do they show all? And they, again, these are adults. That's a good <laughs> argument. But you're going to go. The, you're going the back other to team sports. sits in the dugout and watches. No, they don't. Right? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Some, they're, of they're, some of them do, but some most of them, them do. Yeah, okay. There's a couple guys that are just there for the no, paycheck. No, the NHL, they... And the NHL, do, well, they're waiting for the handshake, so that's yeah. a little bit yeah, that is uh, different. different. But that's decorum, at what by the age way. do we say it's okay for kids to start to learn that you're not going to win all the time? They, and there's things knew. that happen when you lose. I think yeah, there's a progression. Someone bringing a block rocker to a wreck baseball Who brought that block rocker? I did. Okay, there we go. Yeah. But he waited. He used it appropriately. Yeah. There's Listen, a, again, you decorum. Eight, you eight might be a little young, but... What are you, you, you what, 10 you, you're breaking out the block rocker as the kids cross the, the home plate? The and, and you got and the, the fireworks blazing? Just saying, man. We are, we are breeding. We are bringing kids up. <laughs> we are bringing kids up that are just, they're going to get more butthurt. Miles so, Straw. Okay, Miles Straw. He was shielded from bad things being said to him and all this stuff, and then he couldn't handle it, and he climbs the wall in the outfield. You're you're talking. You're not connecting those dots. I'm connecting those dots. So you're you're talking about a larger issue with the world. Are we raising soft men? Well, soft times. Right, soft times. Look, I agree with you to that point, but there's also a point where. You know the kids are kids, and you don't rub it in their nose. Yeah, see, I'm, you, it, but you also have a sportsmanship issue too. Yeah, that's true. You guys come down to sportsmanship. sportsmanship, and I'm not now high school. I think high school is fine because you've got stadiums and a bunch of fans, and there's a whole bunch more people happy. So you, so 14, sure, okay, so yeah. that okay, so we, I, I finally got an answer. Yeah. That's I all I want. I don't think, what I, age I don't think there's okay? a hard and fast. And if rule. you're saying high school, I'm okay with that yeah. answer. I still think you have to have decorum about it, though. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this conversation. Again, thank you to Port Tech Limited Wines and Spirits located in the Baydale Plaza in Arnold. Uh, the address is 1264 Baydale Drive, Arnold, Maryland, 
210-224-21012. Phone number is 410-974-0800. Yeah, that's Portek, Limited Wine and Spirits. They still doing um, a curbside? They, I think they do. Right, give them a call. I think you, if you don't call have to get them, out of your yeah. car. Bring it right out to you. Your bush light. Bush latte. Mm. Latte. Good <laughs> latte. stuff, right? Sounds like coffee. <laughs> you yeah. say it that way. Do they spell do they spell their light L I G H T or L I T? Oh, stand by. G H T. Do we know what the do we know if there's an actual difference if you name it L I G H T? Well, I don't know. Like is it supposed to be different? Or is it just a lighter color? Whereas L I T E is less calories, maybe? No, this has less calories than Miller Light, which is L I T E. Yeah. Well. Has one less. All right then. Yeah. Even has protein in case you're trying to get swole. Well, Listen, you can get your Bush Light at Portac Limited Wines and Spirits. Also, really nice selection of uh, craft beers. They'll maybe a little higher end on the higher end on the spectrum there. Plus, nice selection of wine. Really good selection of liquor. Um, Friendly staff too. Love those guys. Oh, you, you know what? Every time I go in there, I'm like that indecisive beer buyer who like looks at the cabinet for like 15 minutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and eventually, like. Luckily, someone finally comes up and says, hey, man, what are you looking for? And then he finally walks me through and ends up picking up a decent beer that I want. So I don't have to make that. Dis- that for whatever reason, that decision paralyzes the crap out of me. Because I'm always afraid of picking that, that six-pack I'm just not going to like. Well, see, that's why you got to buy. So when you're doing that, you have to buy a six-pack that you trust. Right. And then some rando. Mm. And sometimes you skunk. Mm-hmm. And you get, you know, um, a really bad beer. And you leave that in your fridge for when your friends come over. Right. And you give that to them. I do have a question for you. Yeah. Bush Light. Will mm-hmm. it overtake the Baltimore Blonde as your house beer? Uh, no. No. What about Bush? Bush, no. No? Neither one. Baltimore Blonde still your go-to? Baltimore Blonde still my go-to. But this was uh, $22 with tax for a 30-pack. And, and you know what? That is value. <laughs> now, hold on. Let me, Josh. Bushlight, Coors Light, which one? Mm, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, that price point that Mike pointed out, yeah, to I, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm Isn't sick. Coors Light in that price point, though? <laughs> well, no. I mean, it's there. I got to be honest with you. I'm really enjoying this Bushlight. Not, yeah. I mean, we've already, you know, we've already been down this road before, but. Well, we went down the Bush Road. Bushlight, a little different. It is. And this is a special edition can that has a fish on it. Oh. I do like that. I do like that this can. This is the uh, uh, brewed for fishermen. Is it, um, and we're not, it, it, and for some reason, it, it specifically says largemouth bass yeah. on the side of the can. Well, that's not, the not that I really needed to know that. I mean, I could see that. And we're not but, doing the bush. But they could have written striped bass. You'd be like, oh, right. that's a striped bass. I, they could have said fish. And I'd be like, yep, that's <laughs> a fish. crab. Like, that's <laughs> not crab. Well, I would have <laughs> but uh, listen, I am a Coors Light fan. Uh, it is the, uh, the, the people's uh, beer, as I've self-proclaimed. Um, but Bush Light, i tell you what. I'd like to see Bush Light and Coors Light get in the ring together because... And that might have to be the next one. Then, mm. Well, I thought we were doing the heavies. Mm. Uh, I th- so we do have a couple of announcements. One, please uh, share this episode with a friend. Also, um, we're going to have some changes coming up in the near future. Uh, we're probably going to change the name of the podcast itself, change the website up. Uh, we still have that in the focus groups. We're yeah. To see what, um, you know... The uh, the dumb idea podcast that it's not, uh, apparently doesn't uh, attract a lot of uh, uh, attention. So we're gonna we're gonna probably put a, a couple names out there and see what we like. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment, share. Again, share with a friend. Share it on your Facebook page. Share it with your friends at home. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next time. 
See you.